0: Good everyone. Welcome aboard to the second episode of the Little Dum Dum Club. I'm Tommy Dassolo with me once again, Carl Chandler. G'day, Dickhead. How you doing?
1: Good, I'm good.
0: Second episode. Thanks to everyone who's checked out the first episode and uh, and downloaded it and sent us nice things on Twitter and on iTunes. That's very cool. This is it, the difficult second episode syndrome. It's that classic case of having your whole life to plan your first episode and then one short <laughs> week to plan the second.
1: That's that's been my life. That's been thirty four years going into that first episode when we talked about uh, uh, Asian women shooting ping pong balls out their uh, nether regions. Yep, that was, uh, yep, that's all I've sort of got. I don't have so, much
0: left. <laughs> so for anyone that missed out, go and check that out because that's uh, that's that's worth listening to. Uh,
1: what have you got for us this week, Carl? Um, uh, just a couple of things on the way in today. Uh, it's been pretty heavily raining. I ducked into a shopping mall, and one thing I noticed was, um, well, you know, it's a cliched topic, I know, Ed Hardy t-shirts, mm-hmm. you know, everyone bags them, you know, and, and you know quite rightly because they're Bogan t-shirts, and Bogan people wear them and whatever, and it's an easy topic, it's an easy joke. Well, Fair they're enough. not
0: sponsoring us now, so that's good.
1: Yep, so let's rip in. Um, <laughs> so, Ed Hardy, right, it closed down a couple of months ago in Australia, right? Yep. Um, but, you know, on my way here, there was heaps of people wearing it, and... Uh, I, it's kind of surprised me a bit that people were still wearing the T-shirts for some reason. Like, it, it doesn't make sense. But then I sort of thought, I reckon subconsciously why I was surprised was I kind of thought, like, Eddie Hardy was sort of like the witch in an old movie. You <laughs> know, when you'd kill the witch in an old movie and then everything the witch had created would disappear. All the bogans would just fuck off. I just thought all their tops would just vanish. Right. Maybe. <laughs> the, big, the big bad witch... Ed Hardy HQ had gone. Yeah, at,
0: uh, yeah, know, so. no, they're still very much alive. the The business has gone completely under, hasn't it? The yeah, That's yeah, it. okay, That's wow. it.
1: But the uh, the stink lives on. There you go in shopping malls all across the the nation, um, and it's uh, it, it's bucketing down outside as we speak. I had a
0: weird thing on. I got drenched getting like walking to the tram on the way here, and my pants were like soaked on the tram, and I had this moment where I thought like I need to go to the bathroom, and I was like. I could, like, piss myself right now, and, like, no one would be able to tell because I'm that drenched.
1: I've, I've got mates that did that one night at a nightclub. <laughs> they – it was it was so wet outside that when they went inside the nightclub, they said, right, we're on. Let's each piss our pants <laughs> and then see who can be the first person to pick up. <laughs> and they both picked up. What? Yes. Really? Yeah. Oh,
0: my and God. And that was, like,
1: a badge of honor. I was like, well, look at that. I've given myself – you know, one of the biggest handicaps I can. Yeah, I've given all you guys about fifty meters head start. Yeah, and then I've gone bang. You'd have to feel good about that the next morning. Well, apart from the fact you're still in your piss ridden pants, <laughs> you'd feel pretty Did, uh, good. So what picked up is in pasted or went home with someone. Ah, gee, I can't remember.
0: Because that's got to be the giveaway when you you know when you strip down.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And wow. Especially if someone's paying close attention to what you've got. Yeah. There.
0: Where does that end though? What is it next week? All right, we'll both shit our pants yeah. and then we'll smear go in out. our face. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and then try and pick up at lunchtime.
0: Hey, I cannot think of a better note to introduce our guest <laughs> for this week. On, uh, we're very lucky to have him here. He's a good friend of ours, uh, Harley Breen.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Intro face shit smear. <laughs> That's it.
0: Hey, thanks for coming in, man.
2: No worries. It's, what else was uh, going
0: on? Uh, then? Nothing. Pretty much. Well, you you have a child, so I imagine.
1: Yes, I do. There's a lot I'm going on. Have one. Okay. Uh, Can I really?
2: Bad organisation. Can I have? Else? Over excitement.
1: <laughs> and you pissing your pants and you're halfway there. Yeah. Uh, so you're from Queensland. So you're from smaller towns, mm. I, I gather. Yes. Because yeah, I'm from a small town in Victoria, right? right. And it's about 8,000 people, right? But um, I kind of think, I really liked it because growing up, you know, there's a lot of crazies. There's a lot of crazies everywhere, obviously. Mm. But I reckon small town crazies are, are kind of cool because it's not like... You know, here there's no community spirit with the crazies. They're just on the tram, and it's sort of like, oh, you stay away from them, and that that's it. They're just random, and and they might stab you. But in small towns, it's more like they're part of the community, and you have to know them. You probably know
2: them. Yeah, because if they stab you, you can tell their mum. Yeah, yeah <laughs> yes,
1: you know their mum. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. know
2: the crazies' yeah. mums. Yeah, you go you go shopping with them. Um,
1: yeah. So there was all crazies and dudes
2: that I I knew in Maribor and I, I assume that you knew you had. Did you have local crazies? Local crazies, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kicking around everywhere. Uh, I uh, i mean, to be honest with you, there's a potential that my family were part <laughs> of the local crazies. Uh, only, it depends what side of the religious train you want to sit on. Uh, and my dad was one of the local preachers. Oh, so right. we were the ones that... Crazily got up Sunday morning and went and worshipped a fictitious man. Wacko. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Crazy. Uh, But yeah, there was all sorts of um, crazies. But because of my dad's position in the town and his position in the world and how he wanted to treat people quite often I'd wake up in the morning and those crazies were in our house having breakfast. Oh. <laughs> so that was a pretty confronting thing being yeah. a teenage boy and getting up bit, you know, bleary-eyed, sleep in your eyes, sit down, eating cereal, look up, and there's a massive... Really white guy with just a singlet on, eating Fruit Loops, uh, which we never even had, so I don't know where he got them from. <laughs> uh and B-Y-O. Just, just tattoos all over his face, which is always a comforting place for a person to have tats as yeah. upon their face. There's
0: really no return from that, is there? Like, no, there's whatever not. you're doing at the point in your life that you get a hat, face tat. Face pretty much face prepared to be over. doing that for the rest of your life. Yeah, you can't like you can't get one and then sort of decide. I reckon I might study law.
2: No. you know, Face tat is a non-hideable tattoo. Unless, yeah. of course, you're a female and you later choose to become a follower of the, the Islamic faith, in that case, <laughs> yeah. you may be yeah. able to hide it. Other than that... How many? Or, that is or, a life How many women do you think have converted
0: to Islam just because they've got a face tat that they want to cover seven. up? Seven. <laughs> seven. Exactly uh, seven. <laughs>
2: you know, but... Uh, in fact, uh, a good friend of the three of ours uh, in here, Bart Freebent, said uh-huh. to me the other day. I'm quoting him because he did Friend of the, this. Show. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. I don't know if he said it on stage, so I don't feel like I'm doing that thing where you quote other people's material to get a laugh on radio. Uh, but uh, he said he's working with some young people, one of them, 18, who has a neck tattoo, and he yeah. made this comment that really stuck with me. He goes, that's an adventurous decision at 18. <laughs> yeah. That is an adventurous decision to make that. Decision at eighteen, go yeah. Neck tap, I'll live with that. Yeah, I, I reckon that makes more
1: sense because you're more, you know, at least you've got an excuse because you're eighteen. If you're forty five and you get a neck tap, like wh- where the fuck are you coming from? Like
2: yeah, but yeah, I guess. But at eighteen, you you are uh, you're predicting that you're going to be pretty rad. For the rest of your life.
0: That's fair. Yeah, yeah.
2: I'm nowhere near as rad as I was when I was 18. Yeah. I'm now 30, 12 years on. I'm not rad. What's um, your favourite horrid like tattoo story?
0: Like, have you heard of any people that have just awful, awful? There's that ones?
2: fantastic one uh, from the after the premiership, uh, the AFL premiership that is in um, 2007, uh, where a Geelong supporter was in Thailand mm. uh, and he went in drunk <laughs> to a tattoo parlor with just some hand scribbled shit. Um, And he had – because that year they'd won – Geelong had won the – Night premiership and day premiership. Night and day premiership. And he went in and said, hey, I want this day premiership on left arm and night premiership on right arm and had these horrible pictures. And he walked out with – gay premiership <laughs> and the word left arm and then night premiership and the word right arm and just the worst picture of a cat ever yeah but is there a chance that he got that on purpose and he just done yeah. his alibi later yeah. oh no they got it wrong was, well, he could have asked for gay premiership I reckon he did ask for gay premiership as long as it's consenting he can ask for whatever he, he wants yeah he could have barracked for like St Kilda or something yeah. and actually
1: got that on purpose yeah Geelong you won but it was a gay premiership well done yeah
0: <laughs> I heard of a girl who uh, had on her inner thigh had the tattoo of a measuring tape.
1: Hello, that's uh, pretty.
2: That's that's that's, that's pretty in, indicatory. I made a word, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, of what you'd like to do with the inner part of your thigh. I guess maybe she's a seamstress, and that's the easiest way to make. <laughs> <inner laughs> that's just convenient.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, that's- I
2: have some interesting tattoos. You uh, do, yes. My left arm says, see other arm, and my other arm says, what? Uh, <laughs> Your other arm says, gay. Says,
0: gay, <laughs> whatever. Gay premium. Um, uh, that,
2: that, is, that is a forever decision.
0: Yeah. And that was, I, I remember seeing you not long after you got that. That Was was that very much on a whim, wasn't it? Well,
2: it we were in a hotel room in Western Australia, um, the, the group of people that were all discussing stupid tattoos, and that was the tattoo I came up with and thought that would be the stupidest ever. And it got a little bit of a laugh, and I went, I could turn that little bit of a laugh into maybe another 10 <laughs> Imagine if of this ha- <laughs> If I mark my body
0: forever. Imagine if this happens forever. The laughs will just keep coming.
2: And, uh, well, three years on, and aren't they still? So, um, <laughs> my wife doesn't think it's funny, and uh, I'm sure <laughs> one day when my child grows and sees that, he will wonder why I'm such an idiot. But it, it will it will be self explanatory, I'm sure, by then. Are maybe you to gonna-
1: ever got a Groucho Marx? Mask tattooed on their face just to get those wire. <laughs>
0: uh, uh, w- will you be trying to talk your son when he's a certain age out of getting tattoos or will you be. No, no, I won't talk.
2: Well, I will hope uh, uh, I would not talk him out of any decision that he's taken some time to think through and want to do uh, I will inform him of the level of stupidity <laughs> that I was at. When I,
0: I feel like that. you're holding back though because you've got others as well.
2: I've got a tattoo on my right leg. Uh, that says, Gummy Bears, mm-hmm. dashing and daring, courageous and caring.
0: <laughs> we all remember that so the the cultural touchstone <laughs> of the gummy bears.
1: The other one was trying to get a laugh. That one obviously meant a bit more to you. It
2: actually, it, it actually <laughs> is, it is right from the soul uh, of me as a man. It's the same your mum had. So. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> my mum's a gummy bear. And, um, no, it was... look. I'm not going to try and over-intellectualise the decision to put a very large tattoo saying gummy bears on my right calf muscle, but it was a song that I sang <laughs> <laughs> in the first ever solo show that I performed. Uh, it had no place even being in the show, let alone as a tattoo on my leg, but I did take that show uh, around Australia and... Uh, over to the UK, so it seems a good decision.
1: Oh, so that's really what it was. That was like a, a marking of you know the end of that show. Or, or it was a
2: marking of my first solo performance. I
0: like how yeah, people made. say that a tattoo should mean something, and you've gotten one just to celebrate your own
2: work. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, celebrate a song that I told everybody. And all The jokes <laughs> I did that I wrote, and some people believed me. They go, "Did you really write that song? Because it had nothing to do with what you were talking about." No, how do you not know that cartoon? It was, it was. Land breaking stuff. Well, it's, it's lucky you land didn't breaking, do a show about the anal, anal rape because then uh, I don't know how you would have got. <laughs> it's that lucky through. for many reasons that he didn't do that <laughs> well, show. Um, another friend of the show, uh, Justin, Hamilton, oh. rape, uh, <laughs> Justin Hamilton, anal rape. Justin Hamilton and myself were name dropping in Adelaide. And he 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 uh, he'd had and an excitable evening on the alcohol, and so had I, and both of us decided it was time for tattoo number three. Uh, Did he get a tattoo? No, he was was going to pay for for mine that night, right then and there. to get an M on each of my butt cheeks, which meant if yeah. I do robes and bent over, my bum could say mum or upside down wow. <laughs> uh, and I think you'll agree. That would have been an excellent decision. Yeah, yeah. That's
1: but, that's bad though, because that's just another example of, you know, the Americanization of Australia because true. that's spelled Mom. Yeah, you know? not if
2: I held the finger in the top of my
1: mouth. <laughs> that's and that's ironically it's a very Australian thing to do.
2: So you hold the finger uh, in the yeah. top of your <laughs> but we were talking.
0: It's going to be the new Southern Cross getting <laughs> mum tattooed across your asshole yeah, with your
2: finger up there. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, we were what if your thought, son said to you, "I want to get a Southern Cross tattoo on your ass"? Uh, look, if my son said to me, "I want to get a Southern Cross tattoo," um, I would say to him. I would show him pictures yeah. of the thousands and thousands of mindless bogan's who yeah. who, who have done a similar thing. You just to take
0: him. him down to Surfers Paradise, yeah, for the yeah. day and walk and around and show them
2: that, and and show him the the people who think they were an individual when they decided to be stupidly patriotic. Yeah, uh, and I say stupidly because th- there's no basis like, oh god, we can see that set of stars from this part of the world. Yeah, you yeah, mean, yeah. Right.
0: Particularly when it's kid like in Surfers, you see like a lot of like sixteen year olds. Yeah, like, yeah. You can't you can't love. Australia that much
2: and at I don't know yeah, yeah can you really and do yeah. you yeah absolutely uh, And but it's fine if you do but Choose something a little bit different. You're marking your body for the yeah. rest of your get life. Rodney Roode or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, g'day, <get I> Transcendence. <laughs> Just get frog sack written across your bicep.
2: Yeah, frog sack <laughs> is excellent. I would say yes to that. But I'd show him that. I'd inform him of, of the people who make these decisions. And if he still, after that, wanted to do it, I'd disown him and never talk to him again. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fine. But look, I don't know. I I, I actually did a parental thing yesterday. I, mean, wow. I, I've, I, I wrote my first... Letter of Complaint. Wow. Oh. Yeah.
0: That's the moment that you, you really become a parent. I have to. never, ever written yeah. a letter of
2: complaint. I've said I'm going to write a letter because I think yep. it's funny to say I'm going to write a letter. Yeah. Uh, I would have thought that's that's
1: not a parental thing. That's a grand, grandparent
2: thing. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yeah. it? It is. It's a grandparent
0: thing to do. Do you but, think you would have, like, it, like subconsciously, you probably wouldn't have done it if you didn't have a
2: kid? I definitely wouldn't have done it right. if I didn't have a kid. Absolutely wouldn't. Because the oh, is it a kid-related matter? Yes, it actually is a two-handed, a child-related matter. Okay. Um, would you like? I can read you the letter. Yeah, let's let's do I'll it. Read you the letter. Let's so do it. Basically, what happened was, um, for for just matters of privacy of the company that is involved in this, I won't say who they are, mm-hmm. but they are a major parcel delivering service in this country. <laughs> <laughs> that could be anyone though. <laughs> Probably the original one. Yeah, um Telstra. Is it Jim's? <laughs> Jim's and Ollie. So I start quite formally. I learnt this in English in grade 10. To whom it may concern is what you should write if you don't know the person you're writing to. Uh, on the 29th of October 2010, a something parcel was delivered to my door. The package was sent to me from the Royal Children's Hospital in Brisbane, thanking me for my involvement earlier this year in a charity event held to raise money for the hospital called the Duck Invitational. Inside the package was a personal letter from the executive manager of the Royal Children's Hospital Foundation and a framed painting that one of the children at the Royal Children's Ho- uh, Children's Wonder Factory had painted for me. I assumed that everything was packaged up and sent to me in perfect condition. The same cannot be said, however, for the condition it arrived in. The frame was broken on one side, indicating a heavy blow of some kind, which resulted in the glass protecting the painting, smashing and partially damaging the painting itself. I find it quite disturbing that one of the primary services provided by your company is parcel delivery, and that mine has arrived in such a disgusting state. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that the parcel was damaged while in the care of blah, blah, blah is one thing, but the failure of the idiot, one, now who shit this, just got real, <laughs> who did this to notify someone of his or her mishap so that I could be informed is the truly defunct part of your company's charade as a parcel delivery service. I would like to say that in the 30 years of my life, this is the first of possibly thousands of parcels that have been delivered to me in a less than satisfactory state and that maybe I'm taking too much time and energy writing this complaint, Complaint, the very first of my life. I am, however, a new father and the simple inclusion of a warning on my package would have been a sufficient deterrent to opening the package inside my house where shards of glass fell all over the floor where my son plays. (laughs) So, where to from here? Well, I'm sure that this letter won't be changing the policies and procedures of blah, 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 and I'm also aware that it would be nearly impossible to track down the genius, see figure two, who damaged my parcel. All this considered, I do believe I'm still entitled to recompense. The monetary value of the parcel would be next to nothing. I imagine the frame would cost no more than $10, and the painting, while done by a sick child, is basically priceless. (laughs) So what I would like instead is a a donation made to the Royal Children's Hospital Foundation in Brisbane in the name of the Duck Invitational Golf Day. I would find it hard for anyone to deny this as an appropriate solution to this specific problem. I would also, in closing, like to take the time to apologise to whomever it is reading this, as I'm aware that you have had no hand in the matter, as the likelihood of me actually being able to write this to the person responsible is of the utmost remote possibility. It is, however, the way your company has decided to field complaints and so you, my distant faceless friend, are the recipient of my wasted afternoon. (laughs) Yours sincerely, Harley Breen. Wow. Here's figure one. Okay. Idiot. Noun. An idiot, dolt, or dullard is a mentally deficient person or someone who acts in a self-defeating or significantly counterproductive way. Figure two, genius. In this context, is only meant in a sarcastic manner. <laughs> a true description of said individual, see figure one.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: Be I, think, a- I think you should have gone for the, uh,
1: the David Jones... Uh... Uh, lawsuit. (laughs) Ask for 45 million dollars or 50 bucks cash,
2: whichever one you've got. The best part about all of that. Is how excited I was to be writing.
0: Yeah, I was going to say how many and be honest, how many times did you get the thesaurus out?
2: I didn't get the thesaurus out at all. I actually wrote that, and I have uh, I have a personal thesaurus called my sister, who yep. is an English teacher. Okay. So anything I write, I send to her first and say, just check that I haven't put big words in where they don't really. Speak. <laughs> yeah. And she goes, no, no, that's fine. But do you just put commas in when you get bored? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes, I do. That's the way to spice up your afternoon.
0: <laughs> um, did have you heard back?
2: Uh, That was written yesterday. Okay, right. Um, I uh, tried to email it, but the section you're allowed to email complaints in won't allow that much words. Uh, So I have to actually use the postal service to complain about the postal service.
0: Oh, the irony. You should frame it
2: and send it to them. (laughs) (laughs) That is a great idea. And smash it
1: first and then send it and go, look what you've done.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so I'll be interested to see. Do you think it's a little harsh, a little bit full on?
1: No,
0: I like it. It's good. I also like that uh, I said what you've done. You've essentially just come on here and told that story as a means to get out there that you did some charity work. I see you game. You're just trying to make your stock go up a little bit. Was, yeah.
2: there, was there any picture? Oh, it's there. There was a picture? There was a picture. Um, I mean, I didn't say what I did for that charity. I could have just played golf True, for that yeah. charity day.
0: I'm uh, upset. I put a lot of care into that drawing I did for you.
2: <laughs> well, of the sick kids here? Tell me yes. that's why. Uh, yeah, I did think that was especially the, the best part of the whole letter was to just tell them how amazing I am. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I just want to talk about crazy people from uh, small towns. I thought you may have had some stories, because I mean, I sure as hell have from growing up in my small town. Um, I don't know if I've ever told you, if I've talked to you about this sort of stuff before, but there was a guy of many crazy people in my small town. Uh, There was a guy called Sunshine Johnson. Oh, that's excellent. (laughs) Yeah. So he's already got a cracker of a name, and uh, everything he did was uh, pretty awesome. And, uh, like, he was about six foot six. He was bald. He had a massive handlebar mustache. Um, And he was one of those guys that, um, you know how crazy people, they they are lured, uh, drawn to, like, the shops, to streets, because, you know, they want to talk to people. They're crazy. They want to talk to people. But no one wants to talk to them. But if they go in shops, they very quickly learn that, shop people have to officially talk to them because they're potential customers and they don't want to lose their job by, like, saying, fuck off, crazy dude, and then someone coming in and causing trouble, whatever. So they get drawn to the street. They go and talk to all people in shops, hang out the streets. So um, he was the sort of guy that, as a school kid, I would walk up and down the streets all the time, and he'd be the sort of guy that would just jump out from somewhere at you just to, like, get you to pay attention to him. He'd jump out, like, six foot five, whatever, just jump out and go, Ah! And then just, and you go, oh, he's gonna kill me because you look like a killer dude. But then he'd just go, ah, and then that'd be it. But he had a, um, he would go up to people in pubs. I later learnt, and uh, he would say, uh, I've got your name tattooed on my dick. (laughs) (laughs) And then he would pull his pants down, and he had the words, your name. (laughs) Uh, When I grew up, there was two murders or or shootings or whatever it was. Two people died. died. No, no. Over the whole time, Did you grew up in Mount Thomas. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, see, one time a policeman got shot, which isn't funny. Blah blah blah. Um, he uh, Sunshine Johnson uh, was involved in the way of he was. I think he was in the passenger seat when a, a policeman allegedly got shot. And uh, anyway, so he was involved. Uh, after that happened, those people were on the run or whatever. Anyway, um, they eventually found him. Sunshine Johnson, being a you know. There when it happened, he apparently hid under a house for like two weeks, and people knew he was there, but they were just waiting there for him. So he hid under this house, going, "Oh, this will be all right." And then two weeks later, he came out, and they were just waiting for him. They just went, "Bang! Thank you," brought him off to jail, <laughs> kicked the shit out of him, and people thought that he'd um, he would, had died. There'd been this story that he'd been killed as well, so everyone's like, "Oh, he," you know, everyone knew him, and they're like, "Oh, I can't believe John S- Johnson's died." Oh my god, I can't believe it! So he eventually got released, and then he found out that everyone had been talking about the fact that the great Sunshine john Johnson had died. And he was like, "I can't believe son john Johnson had died." So he's like, "Oh, here we go, time to re-announce myself to the town." <laughs> so he so he got in his car, beat up old car. He went up and down. There was like two main two main blocks of the whole street. So he drove up and down that, just haphazardly all over the street because mainly because he was hanging out, yelling at shoppers and people that were walking down the street. He was yelling, Here I am! <laughs> you thought I was dead! <laughs> but guess what? <laughs> I'm not! <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: So, you know, I love all these stories. i got heaps more about him and whatever. And uh, when I went to uni, I used to tell all these stories to people in in Ballarat, like the next biggest town, or whatever I went to uni and uh, they used to love all the Miraborough stories because they the way we pa- painted it it sounded like the craziest town on earth like where it where like people thought that sunshine John Johnson may have been the mayor or whatever so it was just like,
2: <laughs> which he truly yeah, should have been yeah,
1: so we used to tell. Uh, my new like Ballarat friends all, all the uh, all the stories and whatever and they got really into it they were like oh we've got to go to Maribor, it's like you know Disneyland for crazy people so <laughs> we're like no but the way we you know we're giving you the highlight the highlights of 18 years of living in, in a small town. Like, it doesn't happen like that. You don't just walk down the street and just, you know, shops start blowing up and <laughs> shit like that. It's not going to happen like that. They're, no, 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 we'll go, we'll go. You can come and point us out all the all the, the points of reference in all your favourite stories and whatever. I'm like, okay, but just, you know, you've been warned. It's not going to be that great. It's just going to be a boring country town. So we drove, like, it's an hour drive. We drove out to Meribar. I'm still warning them. We drive into, literally, we get into the town... We get into the main street. As soon as we get into this town, uh, we stop at the first Zebra Crossing. St- we have to stop there. And Sunshine Johnson <laughs> walks across the su- across the Zebra Crossing. And I'm like, oh, oh. And I'm like, I don't want to yell out because we're in the car. And I think, yeah, he would possibly come and get it, whatever. <laughs> um, and I'm like pointing at him going, oh, it's him. it's him. And then the other guys from Ballarat are like, is, that's, that's Sunshine. Is it, is it him? That's him. That's him. Then he walks, he gets halfway across the crossing, turns at us, hasn't even heard us, just turns at us, looks at us, and goes, What the fuck are you looking at? And then kicks the car. <laughs> <up. laughs> and then just keeps walking.
0: Sunshine, <laughs> you Johnson. just turn around and go back to Ballarat because yeah, you've peaked too early. That's everything
1: that could have happened. Right? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> I had, a, I had a weird, crazy uh, person in the street thing happen a, a few weeks ago. I was walking down Brunswick Street with some friends. And we walked past a pub, and there was a woman sitting outside on her own. And at, there were five of us in the group, and as we've walked past, she go, she says this. She goes, oh, you've got friends. I don't have any friends. And we're all just going, just don't speak. Just keep walking. And then my friend Emily decides for some fucking reason to make contact. So she turns around and just goes, "Ah, oh, you'll be right. Which is like that's the that's like a that's up there with oh that's nice for you like that is just like ultra patronising and then we're all going why don't speak to her why have you engaged and then as we've gotten a little bit further on we've just heard her yelling out
2: you don't
0: care
2: <laughs> beautiful that yeah. chick
0: needs to get on Facebook because then she'd find some friends
2: well I've got uh, apparently over a thousand and I don't even like twelve. So, <laughs> <laughs> I know that
0: happens. Hey, uh, here's something I can, uh, I can forward sizzle. Um for something that I'll have to talk about in a couple of weeks. this is I got a phone call from my temp agency. I do a bit of temp work in offices from time to time. And normally, it's it's for a lot of government work, just in offices, doing admin and that sort of stuff. It's all pretty much the same job, just in different buildings. But they called me on Wednesday and they're like, we've got a bit of a different role here that apparently someone mentioned that you'd be good for. I'm like, okay, what's going on here? And she goes, well... Tourism Victoria are having a day at the exhibition centre in uh, a couple of weeks' time, and they need someone to dress as a penguin and <laughs> hand out pamphlets and get photos taken. And you know, you'll have the photographer there with you, and there'll be a photographer's assistant, and you get paid this much, and you get a break every Can half an hour. House? And I've just gone, you know what? You had me at Penguin. I'm on board. <laughs> I'm doing. Like, her- yeah. who would not do that? Do you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. such an insane job.
1: You're probably the only one, if if you wouldn't do it, they would have probably passed it on to another agency. You're probably the only one on the books that was like possible penguin. Yeah. <laughs> possible penguin.
0: Yeah, that's uh I'm I'm honestly so looking forward to it. My friend Drew is gonna take the day off work and come down to the exhibition centre and reenact we're gonna reenact the opening scene of Billy Madison, where he's driving around oh. in a golf cart chasing <laughs> the penguin Right, oh, like him just story. he's gonna turn up in little shorts on a hat and just be going, Mr Penguin! It's I gonna be take
2: the day off not having a job anyway, and oh, uh, you
0: bring your it. kid. It'll be fun. Uh, <laughs> I want to come up with a backstory for him. Like I want to be a real smart ass about it the whole day and have like, this whole thing like the penguin. Like I'm the penguin that escaped from like one of the Optus ads.
1: Sweet, and it's a sweet cartoon setup where you can say to your parents. Got a gig today, got to get in the old penguin suit, and they, you know, expecting the tucks, and you come out, today. You thought I was going to be successful. I'm just a dickhead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, oh, man, I'm so excited about it. I, I just... You should be. Yeah.
2: That's a big thing to happen in your lifetime. I
0: know. I just, I just something so dumb is going to happen there, you know what I mean? Like, there's no Kids way... Kids are going
2: to kick you in the shins. Oh, it'd be great. You're going to stink for about <laughs> a day
1: afterwards. Uh, I bought a CD this week where i realized that is um, so
2: 1998 man
1: yeah i know but i'm clinging to it i'm still clinging i'm I like yeah, i'm a man of tradition yeah i feel like i'm like going into jb and walking out feeling like i haven't shoplifted something yeah you know, where the, the guy doesn't go through your bag because you've already got like a jb bag yeah you know that yeah just goes oh no like you could steal like a, a laptop but if you got your little bag it's like oh you've paid us 20 bucks so yeah <laughs> yeah um so I yeah. hate that though, the guys at the, of any store, like the, 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 security guards, I
0: really tense up and I always feel like I've stolen something. Even when I haven't, I don't let them check my bags. Really? Really? No. You get away with
2: that? Have you seen the size of me?
0: Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I just, I refuse. Don't, you're not looking at my bag and they go, yes, we can detain you. No, you can't. You absolutely cannot retain me. Yeah. Okay. Wow. You are a big fat security guard. Yeah. Paid here to try and intimidate people, and I don't want to show you what's in my bag because it's private, and I'm going.
0: Well, on that.
2: <laughs> I steal shit. So
0: <laughs> well, why would I show them? <laughs> You'd get caught if you did that. <laughs>
2: it's the stupidest system I've ever heard of. How am I meant to steal shit if you can look in my back? You're really ruining this whole thing yeah, for it me. It is an unfair system. Yeah. The well, idea is you catch me in the act, otherwise, <laughs> I can keep the shit.
0: If That's entrapment. That is entrapment, my good man.
1: But as soon as I do up the
2: zipper, you've lost. <laughs> okay. By the way, I've never refused. <laughs> I'm looking in my bag. I freak out and go, "Yeah, sorry, I didn't." Yeah, get what do you?
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, well, actually, funny, <laughs> <it's> funny. <laughs> It's funny you bring that up, friend of the show Bart Freeburn, who we were talking about earlier. Oh double, double freeburn, name um, dropping. We uh we we did a show together in the Fringe Festival last year with uh, Dave Callan. Too late to promote it. And I know, <laughs> I know, I
1: know. <laughs> oh hang on, God, hang on. I know, <laughs> this podcast <laughs> is going out to 2016.
0: <laughs> really. But we had a. Um, Okay, there's no way to explain this without it sounding weird. We basically, for the show, one of our props was a huge black dildo. Okay. And on the final night, we're all going, well, who's going to, and Bart goes, well, I'll, you know, whatever, I'll take it with me. It'll be funny to put up on my mantelpiece or whatever, because sure, that's, that's the it, sort of yeah. thing that Bart does. Yeah. So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of his girlfriend, man. Hey, peace, please. be honest. please.
0: Um, <laughs> 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 So he he left the, the the venue and then he he went to meet some friends at Crown Casino and you have to check your bag in when you go in and so he checks it over and they go oh, we're also gonna have to search it when we check it and he's like but you've got it and they're like yeah it's just a thing we have to do so they've opened it up and it's just there in his crumpler bag like nestled on top of his jumper and and this says a lot about Bart the ladies looking at it all oh and all weird about it and Bart just goes. If you're going to insist on looking through people's stuff, that's what you're going to get. Which is pretty That's completely
1: fair enough. I would keep that in my bag all the time and go through JB. Yeah. And, then go, and then, like, be, react like you had stolen it and go, yeah. oh, okay, you got me. Okay. Here it is. I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't yeah. have the money, but you have it back. But then how's this that would give give the security guard the dildo the... then? <laughs> like giving it back to him and it's like still wet. Or You've made a... it wet or something. <laughs> or do a bit of lock stock and two smoking bales
0: <laughs> and just clobber him with it. <laughs> um He uh, but, but then he said that the the ladies were trying to be a bit sort of Flirty about it and be like, "Oh well, if we get bored now, we know which bag to look uh, in." And he was like, "Yeah, please don't, please don't go anywhere near. Please,
2: please don't touch my. Please <laughs> don't touch my.
1: Don't be disgusting. What's wrong with you, people? When we've been hanging out, not doing a podcast, you've uh-huh. got this thing of you, your new idea is to bring Austin
2: Powers back. Which um, do you guys hang out not doing podcasts? You
1: guys met. That's how we met. Yeah. We didn't just meet in. Why would
2: you guys just existed
1: in here together? No. Yeah.
0: We met on eHarmony. Hello. (laughs) Free matches.
2: Funny. Sex reference.
1: Yeah. We both disliked Ed Hardy, (laughs) Elvis, (laughs) and. (laughs) We we clashed over um, uh, Austin Powers, though. Uh, but Daslow's trying to bring it back. I'm what trying.
0: About? No, I'm trying to bring back. You remember, like when they came out, it was kind of cool to quote it, and then that's. It was it, the raddest thing. Yeah, it? I'm trying to bring it back, and everyone's going. It's too soon. I'm like, I know it's going to be too soon, but I'm getting in early. Too soon. Yes. Yeah, so like, it's still not cool, but I reckon in six years' time, cool. it's going to make a comeback. And I just want everyone to remember this moment. I want everyone to remember me as the pioneer of it. So, give us one of the give us one of the catchphrases. For well, how it about. started was I turned up to a party with a friend, hmm. and it was a bit of a I don't know. There were a bunch of weirdos there, and my friend went, well, "This is a bit of an odd party." And I've turned around and gone, "It's my happening, and it freaks me out, baby, yeah!" And she's just gone, "Did you just quote Austin Powers?" I'm like, "You goddamn right, I did." And so from there, it's just snowballed. One of my friends is really into it. My (laughs) friend Kate texts me Austin
2: Powers quotes all the time.
0: So you know what? If it's got to be one person at a time, I'm fine with that. You seem
2: like you're on board. Look, what I'm on board with is, is Austin Powers was a great time in my life. It was right. a time where... Uh... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you mean just around the time that the movies came out, good things yeah. were happening, no, I be, or I just mean the
2: time watching the movies. Right. It was a great time right. in my life. It wasn't the swinging 60s. You <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went back in time. I don't know if you're up with you what happened in that like... film, but we all went back in time you make it and sound watched like... a theatre show. You make
0: it sound like you worked at Movie World as one of the guys who plays him oh, and walks around and stuff
2: uh, no, I didn't. You were friends but with Fred and Thelma. What I have a problem with, <laughs> what I have a problem with, is people who quote movies. That that's odd, Tommy. In general, just to mm. quote movie lines, like to speak. Like Somebody said to me the other day, I said to them in an email, who's a very close friend, I said, hey, dickhead.
0: Because <laughs> that's funny to say yeah, that to yeah.
2: people that you like. And I wrote this email about whatever it was. And he wrote back simply, you had me at hey, dickhead. Now, that's a reference to Jerry Maguire. Yep. Yep. And I went, wow, he really is a dickhead.
0: Uh, because- I made a Jerry Maguire reference not 15 minutes ago in this very conversation. Did you? Yeah, did you? I, I said yeah. you had me at Penguin. <gasps> you did too. Oh, yeah. I did too. See, and yeah. that's what
2: jogged my memory about, right, okay. about Dickens. Yeah. Maybe what I'll do is, if you ever want me back on the podcast again, because I've really enjoyed Ooh, that's this audacious. Saturday afternoon, <laughs> um, I will put together <laughs> a letter of complaint Yes, written only in movie quotes. Oh, my God, oh. yes. Let's do
0: it. Okay, let's absolutely do that. Um, okay.
2: You know what I, I don't like, and, and there's,
1: there's a man in here is very guilty of, of this happening. Here we go. His people... That use their Facebook status. I know what's coming. Yeah. The bloody put song lyrics in. Oh God! That shit, that is. Is so shit It is so oh, shit. It's oh, the thing. It's yeah. the sorry for <laughs> taking
0: up six seconds of your precious little day <laughs> to read a song lyric.
2: But <laughs> <laughs> it does take up six seconds of my precious. Because I think Tommy Vaslow I like him. He's a grooving young gentleman. So I will read what he has to say. Wait, what? That's from yeah. a song. Isn't How it? else, else am I going to impress people with <laughs> the breadth of my <laughs> physical knowledge? Oh. But I, I need mean, a. People know what bands that I like. I have come to assume that people who do that think that they came up with it. I'm like, do they know that that's from a song?
1: Yeah, and then they put some tragic fucking lyric in there, and oh. then and then all of a sudden every, all the responses are, oh, Tommy, are you okay? And it's like... Oh. No, I don't do that. I don't it's do... like, oh, no, I've just been listening to fucking... Kings of Leon today. <laughs> oh, I hate that I'm getting old. That I think that's what the kids are
0: doing. <laughs> uh, just hanging out listening to fucking Rama yeah. again.
1: Bam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Him> Dasolo's <and> <laughs> quoting the Bay City Rollers again.
0: <laughs> now that I know that you hate it, I am going to really uh. turn the heat up on that. If you thought I did it a lot before, yeah. strap in.
1: If you thought that you thought I was a dickhead before... <laughs> Just just write it on your own hand and look at it. Don't put it out
2: there for the universe to look at.
0: Get it tattooed on your arm. Yeah. Yeah, get it tattooed <laughs> on,
2: your, on your thigh. <laughs> if you believe in something, then you should put it on your body forever. But yeah.
0: See, if you'd had Facebook at the time, you probably wouldn't have gotten those tattoos. You probably would yeah. have put it up as a status, and you could have saved yourself <laughs> money you and
1: pain. No, but and you probably would that, that song goes over 160 characters. You <laughs> put it on Twitter and went, fuck it, straight to the thigh. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, I think that
0: brings us to the end of this second episode. Just Thanks, everyone, that. for listening. If you've liked it, get on iTunes, give us a rating, leave a review, that will make our lives better somehow. I don't quite know how. Oh, um, well. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're all that sort of stuff. Uh, come back next week. Thanks so much for listening in. Thanks again to Harley Breen for being here. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. We'll catch you soon. Uh, Tommy and Carl, the Little Dum Dum Club, winding it up for another week. See you, mates. See you, mates. <laughs>
2: Hey lady, don't you remember, you was my lover, you was my friend